Hi, welcome to Grace Works Podcast. This is episode two, and I'm your host, Dakota. In today's episode, I'm hoping to hit both of the goals of this podcast to encourage you in grace and to challenge you specifically in the area of love. So, today, I want to highlight a conversation that Jesus has in Mark 12 with one of the scribes. Jesus just answered a question from the Pharisees and Sadducees. And one of the scribes comes up to him and asks him a question. The story is in Mark 12, 28 through 34. The Bible says, And one of the scribes came up and heard them disputing with one another. And seeing that he answered them well, asked him, Which commandment is most important of all? Jesus answered, The most important is, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, The Lord is one, and you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. The second is this, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. There is no other commandment greater than these. And the scribe said to him, You are right, teacher. You have truly said that he is one. There is no other beside him. And to love him with all the heart and with all the understanding and with all the strength and to love one's neighbor as oneself is much more than all whole burnt offerings and sacrifices. And Jesus saw that he answered wisely. He said to him, you are not far from the kingdom of God. And after that, no one dared ask him any more questions. What is the greatest commandment? The scribe asked. No doubt the Pharisees and Sadducees all stopped their bickering and leaned in to hear what Jesus' answer was. This is the kind of question that carries a lot of weight to it and is one that can instantly divide the room. A modern-day example of this would be the question of who is the greatest basketball player of all time. Ask that question, and everyone has an opinion. Even those who don't care about basketball have something to say. See, the religious leaders had determined that there were over 600 commandments that they were supposed to keep. And Jesus has to decide which one of those is the most important. Most likely, the religious leaders were on the edge of their seats as they waited to hear his reply. And Jesus' answer is both surprisingly simple and incredibly profound. To love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Jesus' answer is simple because it's not a new idea. It was in the text that every one of the religious leaders would know. But they themselves have missed it. Did they love God? Outwardly, it would seem like they did. Most of the nation of Israel would say, these are the people that truly love God. But what was the reality of their hearts? They did not love God. In Luke eleven forty two, Jesus calls the leaders out. He says that they love to tithe. They love to do the good things, the good actions. 
But in reality, the love of God was not in them. Jesus' answer is profound because of how beautifully it sums up the greatest aspect of the law. Most of those 600 plus commandments could be summed up by this one, love God. It is profound because the religious leaders themselves had missed it. And the reaction of the scribe proves this. He says it is not the sacrifices that are most important, but love for the Lord that is the most important. Jesus' answer is profound because it answers the scribe's question, but it also leaves room for another question. What does it actually mean to love God? It can't just be doing the good things. And the Bible talks a lot about loving God. After all, it is the greatest commandment. To love God means that first, you keep his word. First John says in chapter 2 that whoever says, I know him, but does not keep his commandment is a liar. And the truth is not in him. But whoever keeps his word, in him the love of God is perfected. By this we may know that we are in him. Whoever says he abides in him ought to walk in the same way in which he walked. Does loving God then mean that you're perfect? Well, not at all. In fact, the Pharisees of all the people in Jesus' day appeared to be perfect and to keep his commandments perfectly. But Jesus calls them out for not truly loving God. With their appearance, tithing, and prayers, they seemed to love God. But their hearts were far from Him. Keeping God's commandments really is loving Him. It's a matter of the heart. It's a matter of what your desire is. See, the Pharisees, in reality, love themselves. They love the earthly praise that they received for being holy. When you or I fail to live according to the word of God, the problem is what we love. Our actions can look good, like the Pharisees did, but God judges the heart. 1 John 5.3 says that this is the love of God, that we keep his commandments and that his commandments are not burdensome. So why does the Bible equate loving God to keeping his commandments and them not being burdensome to us? Think of this example. I love my wife, right? I make her laugh. I take her to Chick-fil-A once a week. I'm happily married to her. But when she asks me to take our dog out, I grumble. What she wants is burdensome to me at that time. Do I actually love my wife in that moment? Not really. I love myself or whatever it was, was that I was doing at the time. It's the same concept with God. Do you steal? Then at that moment, you are not loving God, but it's the thing that you stole that holds your affection. In our lives, our love often goes back and forth between ourselves and God. Too often we love the world and not God's commandments. 
and we want to love God, but our sin nature just is so prevalent that we can't. The good news is, though, that we have hope. We can better love God and overcome the love for ourselves and for the world. It all starts with grace and the grace that is offered in Christ. Faith in Christ is the key that not only brings forgiveness of sin, but it unlocks the power for a Christian to overcome sin. 1 John 5, 4-5 highlights this. It says that those in Christ are the ones that will overcome the world. Christ has freed you from the power of sin. That is, the power of sin in death, and now, in this life. Christian, the power of sin is no longer over you. You no longer have to love it or be a slave to it. Instead, you can love the God who loves you and gave his life for you. In this fact, there is encouragement. We have the power to overcome sin. Jesus has given us that power. To keep God's commandments, you first must know them. So my challenge to you is to make a commitment to study Scripture. Through this, you'll get to know what God says about certain subjects. And not only that, but much better than that, is you'll get to know the character of God himself. The Bible is powerful, and when you read it, it will change your life. It will change your desires. The Holy Spirit will work in your life. God will use his word to change your heart. Your heart will go from loving itself and the world to loving God. Make a commitment to study scripture, to get to know God. And this is only the first part of truly loving God the way the Bible says. The second part is also part of the second greatest commandment. To love people. If you say you love God, but you hate your brother, you're a liar. That's what the Bible says. I'm planning to cover that next week. So make sure to listen to the next episode that will come out on the 15th. Thanks for listening to Grace Works podcast that will encourage you by grace and challenge you to good works. Uh, thanks for listening. And please give me feedback on whatever platform you're listening on. Or a better way even would be to follow the podcast on Instagram and to directly talk to me there. Thanks for listening, everyone, and I hope to see you next week. Mm-hmm.